bumming with Bob. Let's have a few brews. We'll have some fun with the bum wine crew. So kick your feet up and grab you a beer. Cause damn man, I'm glad that you're here. All right, all right, all right. This is Bumwine Bob welcoming you to an all-new edition of Bone with Bobcat. And we have a special treat this week. We have a special guest to it in the show. She is the social media and marketing for the Kansas City Beer Company. She is a one-time accidental NFL insider, beer enthusiast, writer, and so much more. We don't we don't have all day to, to go over it, but we might cover it all. It is uh, Katie Camlin. Katie, how are you tonight? Doing pretty good. I'm excited to to get some drinks going. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Me too. And this is a a special one that's kind of been on my list to do for for a while. And these have been around for some time. They've kind of had a couple different incarnations over the years. And we will be cracking open a a double play of the beatbox beverages. But before we get into these. Um, we have to kind of go, I think how we first kind of connected was over our love of MD 2020. I, I think that was the tweet that kind of brought us together. <laughs> yeah. And I, my, my partner, he loves forties. He had a 40 this weekend. So it's, you know, I always kind of tease him, but you know, I, they're not too bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you pick and choose. I, I always say, I don't discriminate when it comes to yeah. drinking. I'm like, you drink what you want. Exactly. Have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Some people like beer, wine, IPAs, cheap beer, forties, bum wine. Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. But (laughs) I mean, I'm ready to to dive into these uh, beatboxes here now. I don't know which Which one. one Yeah. uh, I'd say let's start. We we have two we have two on tap here today, and let's say let's start with the the blue raspberry. That's always a a standard go-to when it comes to anything that's like a flavored alcohol. They always go with the blue raspberry. I don't know why it's always. (laughs) What even is a raspberry also? Like, I don't, I don't know if it. I I don't know. I've had that discussion before. Cause it's like, (laughs) you you don't see a blue raspberry. You don't, they don't really exist, but uh, I guess for flavor wise, it's a raspberry that has a, it's probably that artificial flavor that they throw into all these things. I mean, you know, imported, you know, from product of Mexico. So this is some some Mexican uh, wine here. As we were talking before we started recording, that this is an orange wine with some some artificial flavors, colors. You know, all, all the fun stuff that makes a good a good drink. <laughs> What I like is that I'm looking at the um, the little ingredients on the side, and it says premium other than standard orange wine. So it's <laughs> not just orange wine. It's premium other than standard. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like w- what that means, uh, we don't know. Uh, but I guess you're getting some sort of a uh, upgrade over your your standard orange wine. So I guess that's that's good. And I mean. I mean, you'll everybody listening to the show will see the pictures up. I'll have them up on the, the website. And I'm sure by now you've all seen these little, they're little tiny, like take on the go boxes. I mean, they're kind of fun. 
Yeah, I mean they're they're interesting. They're a nice little gimmick they have. Yeah, the, the little like the little toucher packs are kind of fun and cute. It is really like kind of like a juice box feel though, which I kind of like. Yeah, they're going for that adult juice box thing, which on the side they have the big thing, you know, it says contains alcohol. It's the world's tastiest party punch, best served chilled, low calories, gluten free, and glass free. Uh, Ooh, I'm, 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 sure, I'm sure they mean the, the packaging is glass free. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know who's drinking any wine with glass in it, but you never know. You never know. So I do uh, kind of wish it had like a straw plastic wrap to the side. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I thought about grabbing a straw. I did. <laughs> I did grab a, a, a plastic cup just just in case I wanted to pour it out and see what it actually you know looked like. But probably a straw. So I'm going to crack this guy open here you know twist twist right off so it's got a nice little twist cap way strong you get that strong blue raspberry it is like a cotton yeah, candy the, blue raspberry jolly rancher type yeah thing. yeah yeah so are you ready ready to dive in and give it a shot let's do it all right Ooh, that's sweet and that is very sweet <laughs> and it's i for some reason have like a low threshold for sweetness in drinks. I love like the most sweet desserts and foods ever, but with drinks, I have like a lower, I like, I like a less sweet, but I mean, I think it tastes better than I expected. It is 11%. It doesn't really taste like that. Yeah. No, you don't, you don't get a strong alcohol burn to it. Like a lot of the higher ABV drinks do, uh, does kind of have a little bit of, uh, I don't know if it's whatever sweetener or this that that's in here that it kind of has that that aftertaste. It's kind of like a little yeah. like fake tasting. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, I don't quite know. I'm better at describing beer with a uh, you know. With well, beer. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier to describe the the beer than than this. So the aftertaste does. I mean, it's it's really your. It's just got that like malt beverage aftertaste a little bit, like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because usually with a lot of malt beverages, you're used to the, you know, the bubbles with it mm-hmm. and, you know, the That's carbonation. Pretty. I mean, I'm going to just pour out a little bit here just to see. Feels pretty flat. See what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, it's. Yeah. The aftertaste is a little, little funky. Mm-hmm. But I think the, like the blue raspberry is covering up. A lot of the funkiness, maybe, because I mostly get that super sweet blue raspberry. Yeah, it, it, it is overpowering with the with the sweetness on it there. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> would, would you have a few more sips? You're like, oh wow, look at that. It says low calories, but does it say anything about? Because I just don't believe that this whole thing is low calories. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, I mean, for five ounces. Yeah. 130 calories. So this whole little box is 16.9 ounces. So yeah, it's, it's deceiving. That's how they get you with it because you see this box. Like, and it's, <laughs> but you, you think so because like, okay, you know, 16.9 ounces. And usually if you're drinking a beer yeah. or any sort of a, a malt beverage or even a, a four loco or something like that, that's in like a 24 ounce can, you always think, okay, I'm going to just drink this whole thing myself right and, and this 
this cute little thing, you know, it fits in your hand. I'm like, yeah, I'll drink this whole thing. Right. It's got the thing here. <laughs> I'm not going to bother. I can just drink it right out of the box. I don't need to share yeah. it with anybody. Then they're like, oh, wait, no, it's uh, uh, five. There's three 5.63 fluid ounce servings in this thing. So if you're planning on drinking the whole box, uh, it's not very low calorie <laughs> right. at, at, at that point. But I mean, they're, they're trying. Now, I never had a chance to try the the original beatboxes yeah. when they when they first came out. I think I was either too young or just like barely into alcohol that I never really came across it. Yeah, I mean, for anybody who who isn't familiar with the, the beatboxes, I mean, they, they, they kind of got their fame and notoriety from being on Shark Tank. And, oh. and Mark and Mark Cuban invested uh, oh, in their company. Okay. So that kind of gave them the push to expand. And I think that was back in, I think, 2016. Oh, OK. I just maybe. Somehow. Yeah. So that, that's kind of how they got the ball rolling with it. And they started out with these big cardboard, you know, boom box things and it was slapping the bag that was the big thing because it was, it was the bag it was the bag wine in the yeah. the big cardboard box so just like your regular you know box of wine it was just shaped like a boom box so i remember seeing videos of people you know you know slapping the bag drinking directly from it <laughs> all, all that stuff and i guess at some point over the past few years i guess they pivoted from that that party lifestyle to this more conservative you know little little juice box to just take on on the go i mean i'm sure it's probably around the same i think i'm looking mm-hmm. at one of the pictures of one of their old yeah boxes they were at 11.1 percent so i mean it's yeah. it's it's at it's the same alcohol content it's just in a different package so no i i do think i spent some time um Throughout the pandemic, before I was at Casey Beer Co., I was beer managing um, at a, a liquor store in Kansas City. And I do think that this format is a smarter way to go, just based on my little bit of experience in, like, you know, that kind of market. Um, you know, ready to drink is really popular, um, especially like these little single can ready to drink cocktails. So I feel like they're kind of maybe going with the trend. And I don't know, I think it makes a little bit more sense. I bet they sell more than like they probably sell more units than they did with the big boxes um i kind of get it yeah i mean i think the i don't know how i think th- these were i think f- 399 yeah that's i what think they were yeah for for this here for this this little boss compared to i don't know what the price was of the bigger ones you're probably thinking you know 20 i'd probably say like around probably 20 bucks probably for that i mean it's it's not some high quality wine that's right. <laughs> hiding in these things. So I don't see it being too expensive, but when I'm even looking on the, the beatbox site now with their most recent stuff, if you're to order this stuff, I mean, it's, it's pretty expensive for a 12 pack. Yeah. I mean, it's like you know, 60 bucks for a 12 single... pack. <laughs> wow. I think the single format is an easier sell with this kind of thing. That the I mean the original package is fun, but they've kept the like the branding is still really fun and it does pop out. Um, I I'm a dork and I talk about things like branding. I was gonna say that that's I mean that's just what you do. I mean when you do yeah. marketing, you have to get your stuff out there and get people interested in it. And like it does look like modern and like hip and fun. 
yeah, they're kind of it's it's trying to appeal to it's like a middle of the road crowd. It's not like the original beatbox was for you know, like your your college mm-hmm. party crowd, and now it's kind of like the people that kind of grew up with beatbox. You know, they've graduated college, <laughs> they have they have real jobs, so they're right. not going to be out there, you know, slapping the bag every every weekend but they still want to kind of have that that taste and that excitement so they can say hey i can crack open one of these little little juice boxes of beatbox and (laughs) and give that a shot yeah and it's funny because um when i was working at the for the certain distributor who carried these he told me about them he's like i know you're not going to want to order them for here because it was kind of a not an upper scale, but it was like, you know, we had a lot of really nice wine. Um, we had a really expensive beer section and I was like, yeah, those probably just aren't for us. And there were some stores in the area that sold them really well. And there were other places where they just did not sell at all. So they're kind of a, a weird little product around here, I guess. It's always about location. It's always your crowd. I mean, I, I see that all the time when I go out hunting for different drinks to try. I mean, it, it's no it's no secret that if you want to find some of those forties and, and malt liquors of the world, you have to go into some of the more sketchy areas oh, to, <laughs> to, to find that stuff. I mean, you, I go into some other areas. You, you see all the old, you know, all the old reliables, all the same ones, mm-hmm. the, the old classics that are there. But if you want to really find those diamond in the rough drinks, you really have to go. Uh, searching into some sketchy areas where I've been there before where I've kind of ran in quick to, uh, you know, <laughs> see what they have <laughs> and then, yeah. then run out the door. Like, okay, before anybody sees me, let me get the hell out of here. I don't want to, I don't want to get shot or anything. <laughs> Much to my, uh, my boyfriend's dismay, uh, Kansas city actually does not allow the sale of 40 ounces. So we have to go over into Kansas, um, if we want 40s. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. I know there are some states that do have the yeah, I, limit I on that. Remember, yeah. I can't remember if it's the full state of Missouri or just Kansas City, but I know that we've always gone to the Kansas side for 40s. So anytime we're like, <laughs> if we go to Lawrence for a show or like if we're just over the, the state line, we'd be like, we should look for 40s. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. You got to keep the man happy. You, know? you got you to get out there. You got to get searching. You know, it's, it's a special yeah. treat, especially if you can't find them all the time. Yeah. You know? I know. Anytime I go out of state, I'm like, okay, what's out here that I can get that's different? And then I, I load up and I'm like, okay, bringing this stuff mm-hmm. home with me. So I, I, I get it 100%. You gotta, you gotta keep the man happy with his forties. Oh yeah. I was always breaking hearts at the liquor store. Cause people would come in and like, where are your forties? I'm like, nowhere in Kansas city. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like, Oh no guys. How, how do you do this to me? It's, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. I mean, let the people have their 40 ounces if they want them. Exactly. I mean, what, what's the big deal? I mean, it's, I think <laughs> they, they can't sell. Is it well, they couldn't sell anything over 32s, I think? Yeah, because we have 32s um, in like that I've seen in town, but no 40s. I don't know. Eight, eight more ounces. Whoa. Too crazy. I mean, what, what, what is the big deal with this? I mean, I don't. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's bad enough that they took a lot of the 40s and they took the glass 40s and converted mm-hmm. them into plastic. Oh, and my partner has very strong feelings about that as well. I, really, he should be your podcast guest. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll I'll, we'll make sure to to, to connect. We'll, we'll do a follow up. You know, part two. <laughs> you know, it'll be a uh, 
a, a double feature, you know, with yeah. him and <laughs> I think I sent you that picture where he had his beanie that has a 40 ounce on it. He has a pin on his jacket that I got him and he was holding the 40. And I was like, this is just art. Like yeah. <laughs> this, this is this is it. This is the picture of the 40 ounce right here. But he's not alone. There are a lot of people out there in the in the 40 ounce and malt liquor community that are still pissed off and upset when yeah. when the companies came out and said they were switching from glass to plastic 40s and then they came out with the the 42 ounce gimmicks Whoa. i mean still in plastic but they look more like little you know soda bottles at you know 42 ounces so pe- people are people are heated about it. i mean i i get it i mean it's you can't use a plastic 40 as a weapon like you would a glass one if you were it's, to break it's it just not, it doesn't feel quite as like satisfying no 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 you go you want that 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 cold glass in your hand while you're while you're drinking it so i mean i i get it 100 i mean so i mean what's your other go-to beverages i mean i know um you're a big beer person but what's your what's your go-to favorites um oh that's hard i i because I worked at a liquor store as a beer manager, I got to try so many things too. So over the past few years, I've just, I try to try every beer I can get my hands on. Um, I'll say some, like if I'm out at like a show or um, like a late night bar or something, I'm really good with like a, a nice like hams or PBR tall boy. Um, and I do work for a craft brewery and like Kansas City Beer Co is like German style focused. You know, we follow the, the old uh, German like purity law. So we're very strict. And so it surprises a lot of people when I say like, oh, I love a hams or something. <laughs> um, but I also love like a really beautifully crafted like German Pilsner. Um, you know, there, there's room for everything. I pretty much there's not really a beer style that I don't like. Um, love a hams, love a PBR, um, love a good robust IPA, like, um, you know, Lagunitas IPA, the Bell's Two-Hearted. Um, I also love the New Age IPAs. Um, a lot of the like hazy and New Zealand hops are, those are really good too. Also love like a big barrel-aged stout. I just love beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's just beer. I don't discriminate against beer. Yeah, I'm going to like just start listing every style and that's boring. So I just, I right, really right. It's like, okay, <laughs> I like all beer, cheap yeah. beer, high-class beer. Yeah, I think there's everything in the middle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know when I saw, I think when you cracked open the hams during your, your beer advent calendar, yeah. I was like, yes, the hams. <laughs> and that was the first one. And I was like, no, I was not even mad about it. No, hams is a really good beer. People people sleep on it, but it's it's, it's, so it's a great, it's a great cheap beer. Yeah, it's very inoffensive. Yeah, I know. You can get like a 30 pack for like 17 bucks. I mean, oh, so even. Yeah cheaper than that in some places it's like how can you not like this and it's yeah, i think i think ours were like 15.99 when the 30 packs were in stock it was just yeah like, yeah and it, and it doesn't taste like a a cheap beer like i mean oh. you know people know you know what you talk about you say you know a cheap beer like a like a steel reserve type mm. taste you get that metallic it's, yeah it's not like keystone light or yeah yeah, yeah. it actually Which tastes again, like a, really a basic so... beer yeah yeah and even those, like, I, they're not that offensive. I don't know. There's a lot of people in the craft beer world that are, they're very picky and they'll, you know, they'll call this and that a drain pour. And, and it's really hard for me to fully dump out a beer. Like I, it would, I, it has to be like, you know, three years old sitting in the sun, um, you know, skunked all to hell for me to really 
call a beer undrinkable, you know. Right. You're not dumping <laughs> you're not dumping it out because of its taste, you're dumping it out because of like the environment that has surrounded it. Yeah. Like if there's something growing in it that mm-hmm. that's not meant to be there. <laughs> like I said, it's been out, it's skunk, it's just something with it is just off. And yeah, same thing too. I try not to yeah. waste anything. I'm like, even if I try something, because we I mean hell, there's a lot of malt beverages and, and seltzers and things like that that are out there that I tried that mm-hmm. are not very good. Yeah. And I'm trying I'll them just for the sake. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying them just for the sake of doing it. But I'm like, you know what? This is not good, but I'm just going to power through it, get it yeah. done. Because I see some people, they'll, you know, take it and like dump out like half like in the toilet and then flush it. And I'm like, yeah. come on, it's still it's still drinkable. Is, is it good? No, but you can still exactly. drink it. That's kind of how I feel too. And I have been spoiled. I mean, obviously working for a really cool local brewery and then working for a liquor store, like I just have so much beer all the time. I mean, I have a, a mini fridge that is full and the top of the mini fridge is covered in like 750s. And then the lower shelf of our regular fridge is also beer. And then there's like beer in the cabinets. Um, <laughs> so I have it's, a lot of beer. It's but just beer everywhere. Yeah, it really is. Like every once in a while, our like landlord would, he'd like come over to fix something. And I was like, don't mind all the beer. Like, don't judge me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> there's just beer everywhere. Like, I, swear, <laughs> I do not have a problem. It, it's all for research. It's all for. Casey. I found out he likes where I work, though. So I think oh, that's cool. good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Um, say, you throw one. Say, here, take one. You know, take one yeah, for the right. road. You know, <laughs> it's good. But I think even I've even had some beers that, you know, were given to me that were you know, very clearly like, you know, four years out of date or, you know, you open it and it just wouldn't stop like foaming for 10 minutes. And I'll even try a sip of those just because it's kind of educational. Like it's still interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Even if you know what not to do for the next time, it's still, it's still educational. So it it all works out in the end. (laughs) (laughs) I find myself, I've kind of just been absentmindedly sipping on the blue raspberry. Like it's, it's not terrible. No, it, it isn't. It's one of those, the first sip is a little strong, a little overpowering mm-hmm. with that flavor. But as we've been talking, I've, yeah, I've been taking some sips going back and forth with it. And it's not, it's not terrible. It still does leave that, that aftertaste though. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like that fake sugar sweetener aftertaste yeah. that's in there. And I don't know what, um, if that's the, I don't know, one of these ingredients that's that's in here, definitely, probably. I'm definitely thinking college me would have been probably down with these, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'm sure if you, I mean, you drink this whole thing, you'll definitely get a, a good buzz going. So let's see. And I suppose the lack of carbonation does make it, you know, you're not as full. Because that's my one complaint with seltzers and stuff sometimes. I just get so full because they're so bubbly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this, there's no bubbles here. It's just straight, you know, quote unquote wine. I mean, I guess it's the premium other than standard orange other wine. Standard. Right. Is that what, what exactly that means? I'll have to do some research to dive into that <laughs> and find out what exactly uh, that means. But I mean, you want, you want to crack open the, the, the second of our, of our double feature here? Yes. Tonight and I was here. actually just, uh, just checking my tongue in my camera phone. I'm wondering if this would turn my tongue blue. It has not so far. Okay. All right. So 
It seems so, like a possibility. Yeah, yeah, I I would have thought that because it was it was really blue, and you never know with <laughs> with some of those blue beverages. You're like, okay, Ooh. is my tongue blue now? Oh, okay. See this one. This just smells good to me. It smells like Hawaiian punch. That's exactly what it smells okay. like. Okay. Uh, yeah. So so next up here on our uh, our double play feature of the beatbox is the beatbox fruit punch. Now, my cousin has been raving about this one. He he told me a few months back. He's like, dude, you have to try out the the beatboxes. He's like, they're they're great. And he's like, the fruit punch is the best. So when I when we decided we were doing this, I'm like, okay, fruit punch has to be one of them because either the store, the store that I went to, actually the grocery store around the corner had these of all places. They had blue raspberry, the fruit punch, and a tropical. So I might have to try the tropical eventually. Yeah, I think I, I think I did see. I think where I got these, I think they had, I think the cranberry. I think they had too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it does Both have a. Yeah, it does have a Hawaiian punch uh, smell to it there. Yeah, the it's same. Candy kind of too. It does smell. It, it certainly smells better than the the blue raspberry. I mean, everything yeah. else here. I mean, I'm looking at the side of the thing here. Same, same calories. You have your your five ounce, 130 calories. Yeah, your premium, other than standard orange wine, with all the same stuff here. So, all right, you ready to give the the fruit the beatbox fruit punch a shot? Yes, cheers. All right, let's cheers. Mm-hmm. Well, that doesn't taste quite as like boozy or uh, aftertasty. That's my official word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not that that lingering aftertaste with this. This was actually pretty good. Yeah, I, that does taste pretty good. And it's somehow very sweet without kind of making me wince like the other one was because the other one was so sweet. Yeah, I think it was whatever, I don't know, whatever they did with that blue raspberry one and with the flavor and that aftertaste. I don't know if it's just because this one's just a little bit better. You know, it, it tastes like an upgrade <laughs> on it. it. It really just tastes like I'm drinking Hawaiian punch that somebody maybe poured vodka in. Like, I can just taste it a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does have a little bit. You, you can taste the, the little bit of a kick mm-hmm. to this one. So it it is kind of like that. Okay, here's your, here's your Hawaiian punch. Just here's throw a shot of vodka in it. Okay, sure. I'll, I'll take it. Not bad. I, the fruit punch, not mad about it. You know, definitely better than the the blue raspberry. It's. I think I'll agree with your cousin. This is the superior. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I have to go and look. I know he was sending me. I mean, this was a few months back. And he was, he was like, dude, you got to try these, you know, the beat boxes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept going on and on. He's like, and then, and then he he came over, you know, like maybe a, a month or so ago, and he did not bring them with with him. I'm like, dude, you've been raving about these things. <laughs> he's like, oh yeah. He's like, he's coming over, to, you know, to watch football, and he's like, oh, I'll, I'll bring some drinks. Then I'm like, where's the beatbox? He's like, oh no. He's like, I I couldn't do it today. I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, fine, all right. I'm doing it without you. Yes, it is a pretty enjoyable drink. I mean, it, it is just like, yes, the... Okay, here we go. This is what he sent. This was back in July. He sent me a picture of... Actually, he had the pink lemonade one at that time. And he said, bro, you got to try these. Big fire. <laughs> Only 130 calories and, and 11%. He said, bum wine on a diet. 
Except that it's only for five ounces, 130 calories. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. If you drink the whole thing, and then, you know, you, you do the math on that. <laughs> what, do you, what are the calories on, like, MD 2020, though? That's got to be horrible, right? <sighs> I, I don't even know. I mean, they don't even list that on there. I don't know they if you can exist. find anything, because a, a hot topic recently on a few podcasts I've done, we've been talking about more drinks that are now publishing like their calories and the mm-hmm. actual nutritional facts like on the the packaging but yeah. something like md 2020 never once have i found i mean let me say I mean, i've never even looked my so my top google result there's no way this is right because it says twenty six thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh unless it's kilo, kilo calories maybe that's it it's just 26k cal i'm not a health expert Okay, well, this says, well, it says, okay, now I looked, it says there are 26 calories in one serving of Mad Dog 2020. This was posted on July 2nd, 2012. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But but what exactly? And okay, well, that's one ounce. And one serving is one ounce Um, of that. And if you're looking at like a, I don't know. We're, this, this is not a math podcast, people. So we're not we're not here to break <laughs> yeah, down. <laughs> well, because they're they're going one ounce, and I'm like, usually a bottle of MD twenty twenty is in milliliters, so it's usually right. like either three fifty or seven fifty, depending on what size you get. So <laughs> my uh, this other result I found says uh, calories in Mad Dog. Is there a lot? I drank a whole 750 <laughs> bottle to myself last night. I'm trying to watch my calorie intake. So of course I am freaking out this morning. <laughs> oh no. Let's see. I'm looking at this here. Okay. This is somebody asked on, uh, on my fitness pal. So somebody who's, Oh my here. I decided to cheat last. I decided to cheat and have a drink last night. So me and the girls got one of those MD 2020 raspberry malt liquors. Oh my God. Don't drink those. I looked at how many calories it has after the fact, and it is 1,536 calories per one ounce. I had half a bottle. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I checked other websites to make sure that my fitness pal was not just out to get me. This is a sad day in my life, I swear. And somebody just said that's for the whole, somebody replied to that and said that's for the whole bottle. For the 25.6 ounces, which that makes a lot more sense. I could see that being 1,500 calories Mm -hmm. for for one whole bottle. (laughs) This other website that I'm on, these comments are cracking me up. So first of all, comment number six says, Mad Dog 2020 is what I call bum wine. (laughs) Oh my, if you're so worried about calories, try water. (laughs) And then the next one is in all caps. And it says, I don't think that MD 2020 is the best thing to drink. If it had to do with calories or not read the ingredients, you are a lady. Why would you even do that to yourself? I don't (laughs) feel that is good to drink at all. All caps. (laughs) That's amazing. It says, um, and then somebody replied and says, said, are you 14? Okay. Oh man, yeah, just so. splitting a just splitting a mad dog with the girls as you do. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. This well, somebody on here decided to go really break this down into you know you know fermentation and forty proof times two forty calories. You come to close Ooh. to sixty calories per ounce, and I'm like, dude, man, you're you're really breaking this 
the sound. Somebody posted on, you know, a, a My Fitness Pal forum about this, and you're really breaking down the calories. Just tell them they made a bad decision, and you know, move on with their life. We all we've all had that. I mean, anybody who's tried to, you know, eat better or drink well, we've all kind of fell off the wagon at times where you you drink a lot more than you you planned on and said, oh, I'm only having one drink tonight. And then next thing you know, you're, you know, face down in a, in a, in a ditch somewhere. I mean, like the last two years has, for at least there's been times where that just happens, you know, mm-hmm. we've had a stressful couple of years. Oh uh, yeah, I know. They, they, I, I was, I was recording with some people a few days ago and I was like, wait, were you on, did we talk a year ago or two years ago? I'm like the past two years, three years have all kind of blended together so much. I'm like, I don't know. Was that 2020, 2021? We're only, you know, almost we're like three quarters of the way through 2022. That also feels like it's been going on forever. I mean, it's just a never ending couple of years that are going on and on. It's definitely weird. There were a lot of days where we, you know, I would just like wake up and well, it wasn't working, had no job and couldn't go anywhere. So you make a cocktail at like, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon, grill and play mm-hmm. video games. And that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> time kind of passed slowly, but also quickly. It's weird. Yeah. 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 And I'm sure when you were working at the, you know, the liquor store, I'm sure yeah, you I saw a lot of interesting people, uh, coming through there <laughs> buying things oh yeah. oh yeah yeah I so I was I was unemployed for two months I think maybe not even two again time what is time mm-hmm. I actually don't even know um <laughs> but yeah I started at the liquor store in May of 2020 um but a lot of people would say like oh don't judge me or you know this and I'm like we are not in the time or place to judge anyone yeah, right now like, like, like dude I'm doing the same thing when I when I leave here tonight I'm stocking up and going home I'm like, you should see my two beer fridges. Like, <laughs> like, did I tell you I had beer in my cabinet? You know, there used to be <laughs> there used to be pasta in this cabinet up here, but now it has beer. And this one here that used to have the uh, the sugar and the flour, uh, there's more beer in there too. So we're cooking with beer tonight. It's excessive, but <laughs> I just like to try everything. Honestly, a lot of the times, like that's why I think it collects for so long because sometimes I don't want to drink like a billion beers in a night, but I want to try all these things. So I, I just kind of collect and then, you know, I'll try it eventually. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you stock up, you know, it's, it's all stocking up for a rainy day. You know, you're sitting at home, you know, nothing to do. You, we had a look, ton of snow over the weekend, had a lot of beers. Yeah. There you go. You, you look through, you see what you have. You're, okay. What haven't I tried yet? What can I give a yeah. shot? And you look through your many different fridges and cabinets, you know, <laughs> d- dig through the back of it and look in there and see, okay, what's in there. Oh, cool. I can try this one tonight. Yeah, you know, I got some saved for special occasions and things like that. Or, oh, this would be a good day to try this bottle I've been hanging on to. And it really is like a hobby. I really just like trying. I like trying as much beer as I can. See, when, when you put it that way, when you say it's a hobby, you know, people, you know, will look at you and say, oh, that's cool. That's, that's a hobby. Unlike somebody who just drinks a lot, where they're mm. like, hey, man, you have a problem. It's like, no, this is, this is, this is a hobby. I'm doing this for fun. See? <laughs> These are all different types of beers that I'm trying out. This is educational. Right. (laughs) It is nice to have someone to split them with. Or, you know, there's a couple of places in town that um, have kind of like a pour your own system. And so you can like, 
you can really just get like an ounce or a couple ounces. Um, and they have a lot of different beers on tap. So I like to go to places like that and just try like a teeny tiny bit of a lot of things. Um, cause it does sound bad, but I'm like, I just want to try all the beer, but I really, you know, toned it down since the pandemic. I kind of have my, my set rules, um, as far as like, you know, work, work beers. Cause when you work in a brewery, man, you can have a beer like literally whenever you want. <laughs> Yeah, and you have the excuse at that point where you're like, okay, well, I have to try this out to really promote it and (laughs) show it off. And you want to give your honest opinion for people and say, okay, you know, I tried it. You know, this is what it tastes like. It's good. And so people see it. And like I said, I saw it and I saw some of the things you're posting today. I mean, you really go all out with the with the pictures and the marketing of everything. So you do a great job with all that. I have to give you kudos for that. It's super fun. I I mean, I really can't believe sometimes that like my job is like take pretty picture of beer. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's fun. Uh, I think the challenge with my brewery is that we actually have a pretty small lineup of beers. We do, you know, five core year round and then we have a rotating seasonal um, and then we have a rotating limited release. So, you know, there are a lot of breweries that are doing, you know, like 10 new beers a month, or, you know, they'll have, um, you know, a couple dozen new releases in a period of a few months, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to take a picture of like the same beer and make it still exciting. (laughs) 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 Like it's a dunkle again. Um, but it's, it's good. It's good so far. I just think sometimes it's a little challenging because we don't have new stuff all the time. Well, Hey, you know, if the whole beer marketing uh, world doesn't work out for you, you always have to fall back on the, the NFL insider. That's world true. you know you can you can, you can take over on espn i mean I, mean, I know you you got your fame and notoriety from that and you you breaking the news i mean it, see it's another thing too where it's like okay that was in 2020 of mm-hmm. the the patrick mahomes you know contract signing that, that you broke the news on and got the notoriety on you know the sunday nfl countdown adam schefter you know yeah all, all he that. still follows me he has. <laughs> he didn't just, you know. Okay, it's like okay, it's been a year, a year and change now. Okay, all right, unfollow. What the hell, man? There's, Why'd you unfollow me? <laughs> there's a couple of people that I like neurotically check, and one of them is my favorite author, and he still follows me. But he made a tweet once about saying, like, "Man, some of you are weird," and I was like, "Oh my god, it's about me!" Like he's gonna unfollow me. Um, <laughs> uh, what if you only yeah. tweet about beer all the time like oh crap is that me <laughs> i think he started following me right after i made some tweet about like i don't know if you have you seen scott pilgrim versus the world yeah i have yeah mm-hmm. so i made some tweet about how i wanted brie larson to step on me in those boots that she wears or something and then it was like my favorite author in the entire world started following me and i was like delete 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 don't be weird <laughs> don't screw it up now act cool act cool act natural well, i was like i was like oh god adam Schefter still follows me like sorry adam <laughs> he well i think he's just waiting for you to break the next breaking news that's the whole thing he wants to try, <laughs> try to scoop it off of you before you get the uh, the notoriety for it yeah he did on that that day um he did like send me a dm which like made me scream in the store um but <laughs> It was just like, like, let me know next time um, someone comes in looking for champagne. And I was like, okay, yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, that's that's funny. I mean, I was going through and, you know, I I saw the piece and and, and everything leading up to it. And I mean, it's it's 
cool because it's, it's just like a, a really a fluke incident that just happened. I was just like a blabbermouth and didn't think about it. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not your, I mean, it's somebody comes into a store buying all this champagne and they, you see that they work for the Chiefs and you kind of put two and two together and you're like, well, who would be a big signing? Oh, I don't know. Patrick Mahomes, maybe. <laughs> and I think, and I've said this um, a couple of other times, but like, I think I really didn't like understand the, like the sheer gravity of it, because I think in my mind, we had just come off the Super Bowl. Like he's basically like Kansas City's like chosen, you know, like hero. Like we, we love him so much. And I was like, it was just, we're going to sign him. Like, it's just going to be a matter of how much and how long. And like, I didn't have any doubt that he would get signed. So I didn't, I guess like, strangely in my brain I didn't think it was as big of a deal as it was and then it turned out to be like a record-breaking contract and all this stuff and I was like oh my (laughs) (laughs) and you're like oh crap I broke that news they I was the first one that that knew it before you know the NFL insider guru himself Adam Schefter knew you were out there tweeting about it and (laughs) then people were like wait what really yeah, people just started tagging me when he announced it. And they were like, nah, this girl in Kansas City had it two hours ago. And I was like, oh, no, I'm in trouble. Like, what did I do? What have I done? <laughs> now, you, you broke the unwritten rule somehow of <laughs> breaking the NFL news. Just like, who's this person that works at a liquor store is is tweeting about, you know, and I was honestly like, signings? I was honestly, like, worried that, like, the chief staff would be mad at me or, like, that my job would be mad at me because, like, now maybe they wouldn't want to shop here. I don't know. Like, I'm a very anxious person. So I had all these crazy thoughts running through my head about how I'd be in trouble. And the guy who was doing the shopping, he was also very nervous about the whole thing. And I think he and I were the only people who were worried. And everybody else, like, thought it was hilarious. And, like, you know, Brett Veach sent me a note and uh the some of the the chiefs guys who came into film with me were like oh yeah patrick was laughing about it and i was like holy shit (laughs) so you're telling me that i exist as a character in patrick mahomes's like world even just for a split second that's crazy to me (laughs) (laughs) and they couldn't bring him along to to shoot the i blame covid you know yeah i know um this was right before this was uh before vaccines and you know Mm -hmm. i I would rather would rather keep the golden boy safe but yeah part of me there's always this like oh if it hadn't been covid like maybe i could have met him like who knows but i mean he could have come walking into the store with you there you could have you know freaked out what's funny is my boss um told me that when patrick first moved to kansas city he would shop there all the time um so he's familiar with the store he always bought um coors light and tito's Texas boy. Um, hey, hey, so yeah, he, he, had, he had come in. Um, I guess he used to come in a lot. And now I think what we assumed was that he has like an assistant. Um, Cause we had a couple like player assistants that we knew um, from like the Royals and stuff. But um, yeah, I was always kind of like, man, that would have been cool. But you know, it, the whole thing was so cool and so crazy. Um, but you know, there's always that like, what if I could have gone to a game, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, may- maybe the next contract. Uh, no, I got a lot of cool shit out of it. It feels silly to even like say, oh, I wish because, I mean, it was all just a tweet and I got a ton of really cool experiences um, and really cool stuff out of it. But um, stuff meaning like, you know, experiences, connections, not somebody on Twitter was yelling at me the other day and said, use that Mahomes money. And I was like, do people think I got money? 
<laughs> what? I think I was talking about student loans and someone's like, use all that Mahomes contract money. And I was like, wait, where is it? I right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think you get paid for. Yeah. You know, I was like, tweeting is about I was like, a, a potential contract. Uh, I was like, does the Internet think I got money? Hold on. <laughs> Yeah, it's like I don't think you know ESPN drove up and and dropped a dump truck full full of money at your house and said, "Okay, hey, can we uh, can we shoot this uh, little uh, segment with you?" Oh yeah, sure. Here's you know here's fifty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, sure. Thanks. Come on in, guys. <laughs> yeah, right. It was it was more just like, well, that's really cool. Yeah, let's do it. Like, <laughs> and it was cool, but yeah, no no money involved. But it was just crazy to me that someone said that. <laughs> well, hey, at least you. At least you have something to look, to look forward to with the Chiefs and and there. I'm I'm a long suffering Jets fan, so Ooh. so it's. Uh, I was really it, it's never good. <laughs> game where the Jets almost beat the Bucks this year, like where it was, or they were leading the Bucks for a while. Yeah, they they, yeah, they, yeah, they they had they had the lead, you know, up until the the end of the game, and you know. Oh, I was like the world's biggest Jets fan that day. I was like, yes, do it. <laughs> yeah, until Tom Brady does his Tom Brady things, and yeah, you know, as yeah. uh, I know way too much about tom brady after all those years with the with the patriots so it's it's right. like it was like oh great look the jets are finally gonna win a game against brady but in jets fashion they find a way to blow the game in the the last few minutes yeah and i was talking to someone earlier and i i really hate how much um tampa tom is so much more likable nowadays like it drives me crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's kind of like sometimes he's funny and like I don't know. He just seems like he's loosened up, and maybe his PR team said we need to loosen up your image. But Tampa Tom is is harder to hate, and it, it drives me insane. <laughs> oh yeah, de- definitely because it's not you're not in the Patriots system anymore. You're not answering to Bill Belichick, so he can be more of I guess, I guess himself. I guess that's how he he is, and having more fun. And as people saw, I mean, I I know as much as it you know pains you. Since you know they they beat the Chiefs last year in the Super Bowl, I mean, uh, trust me, I, oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't want I didn't want them to win either. I trust me. That, that um, game's gonna make me take a big old drink of beer. Yeah. <laughs> that game sucks so bad. Well, like when you saw you know Tom Brady, you know, wasted and you know out there. Oh, was, I was like, damn it, don't be likable. I, I know it's it's <laughs> like you've never seen him like this before, and yeah. <clears throat> and he does more commercials and appearances, and and you see him and you're like, this guy. You know, seems like a, a likable, you know, person. You know, not this this guy that you were trained to hate all these years for anybody who wasn't a Patriots fan. And you see him now, and you're like, man, why, why are you why are you like likable? And, and it, you seem like a nice guy. And yeah, I, I'm assuming you're trying to get all this out there before you eventually retire. You know, someday. I mean, when that will be, you know, who knows at this point? But for that, you know, life after the the nfl yeah yeah i just it's it's frustrating i don't want to think he's funny but sometimes you know there's like there's that subway commercial where they're like uh, you don't eat bread and i'm like damn it that's funny like it's just funny now <laughs> still hate him on the field but, oh yeah I mean, yeah yeah, it, yeah you yeah. can't deny that he's you know one of the greatest but boy does he drive me nuts <laughs> oh yeah 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 no it's a, it's a pain in the ass to see uh how how great he's done over the years and continues and I, to be I really didn't want it to go well for him when he went to the Bucks. I was like, oh I hope this is a disaster. And of course they've been really good and you know won the Super Bowl and I'm just like, ugh. 
<laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I guess no, no bias aside. Well, I mean, I guess you have some bias, but I mean, what are your, you know, NFL playoff predictions, you know, going, you know, after the uh, wild card weekend? Yeah. So I'm scared of the bills. Um, we have to play the bills and I am not excited about it. <laughs> um, I think our offense is able to click really well. Um, and our defense has improved a lot, but I, there's just a lot of really hot offenses right now. I'm, I'm scared of the bills and, um, that Rams game. I don't know what happened to the Cardinals, but I mean, Cooper cup, like won me my fantasy league this year. Um, (laughs) So like me drafting him was just like, it was the best decision. Um, but the Rams, I think could be really hot. You know, Matt Stafford, he's always had a really good arm. And now that he's got the confidence of winning his first playoff game ever, you know, he's got Odell Beckham Jr. He's got Cooper cup. They've got Von Miller and Aaron Donald. Like that's just insane. Um, so I'm also scared of the Rams quite a bit, actually. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how it, how it turns out with everything it's kind of there's really nobody this year that's kind of really head and shoulders above yeah the rest of the, the pack so it's kind of an even field for the most part i, I mean do i don't know like- if it's because of the you know i mean yes it was only one more game this mm-hmm. season and you threw in that extra you know wild card team this year so it's interesting to see because there's really not one team that's like oh they went you know they had two losses or something. There's really nobody that was dominating this year. Yeah. And um, I feel like everybody has had a weird, not a weird loss, but like kind of an unexpected loss or everyone's had a, a kind of a rough patch. Nobody's really been just like dominant the entire time. Everybody has had kind of a weird game or a weird, you know. Yeah, hey, uh, look, the, the Titans lost to the Jets and they were the number one seed. So yeah, and then like <laughs> it happens. Houston, Houston beat the Chargers, which I didn't expect to happen. The, the Jets almost beat the Bucks, which would have been incredible. Um, so there's there's just been a lot of oddballs this year, and it's it's a little bit more hard to figure out. Yeah, as you were saying, I was I was taking I was taking my cup here to good use, and I was going to I'm combining a little bit of each Ooh. of the the fruit punch and the blue raspberry just to see. You know, maybe mm-hmm. this is the the winning uh, concoction here. You know, to see. It's gonna be like a brown purple color, I think. Yes, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like a dark, a darker <laughs> red. <laughs> maybe like a maroonish color. I mean, the cup I'm pouring it in is is a yellow cup to begin with, so mm-hmm. it's kind of you know tinting everything on me. Yeah, I've got a like a lime green cup, so it just looks brown. I, st- I still feel like that blue raspberry is the dominant smell. It is. It is the overpowering. I think the fruit yeah. punch all it did was like tame the blue raspberry a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, was like, I was like, I tried to do an even amount mm-hmm. of each in there. Yeah. I'm going to pour a little bit more fruit punch in just to see if that will make it any better. But that, that blue raspberry is a is really strong really is i do like feel this on my teeth too like i feel like (laughs) (laughs) it's like i really got i I mean make sure to brush your teeth good tonight yeah like right after probably Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah adding a little more fruit punch to it does tame the blue raspberry 
flavor, but you still <clears throat> that that blue raspberry does kind of give it that overpowering taste. So I mean, I think definitely if you're going to give at least one of these two flavors of of beatbox a shot, I think both of us can say that the fruit punch is definitely the, oh, yeah. the one to go with there. I mean, that was one that you could sip on pretty smooth. It does have a little bit of that, you know, that alcohol, the little, not too much of a burn or anything to it, but it does give you that hint of, you know, you know there is alcohol in it, mm-hmm. but not Just that. like a little reminder. It's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, you're not drinking a, a Hawaiian punch. It's mm-hmm. kind of Hawaiian punch with a little extra kick to it, but not that aftertaste that the blue raspberry had that was, yeah. you know, we're just, just going to linger with you for a while. Honestly, I would like maybe take this to like a lake weekend or something just for something different and for ease of drinking. I really think the the lack of carbonation is actually a, a good thing for the drinkability. Definitely. I, I agree with you on that too. It doesn't fill you up too much you can yeah. really drink these quick which is a blessing and a curse at the <laughs> at the same time <laughs> have you tried the the mad dog in the cans i have yes yes we we found those this summer and my boyfriend was like oh my god i need them so we took those to the lake what was your thoughts on those <laughs> they were pretty good i i liked them what uh, flavors did you have i know we had a blue one yeah, there's the I ha- I had all three of them. There's there's the blue okay. it's a blue raspberry one, uh, an orange one. And I think okay, the other one's a tropical punch. Oh, we didn't uh, see the tropical. Our clip did not have the tropical punch. <laughs> uh, let me see. I'm pretty sure that's us see. Uh, yeah, but I did have all three of them. Yeah, it's the oh no, never mind. I'm, I'm making things up now. Uh, it was the island pineapple was the oh. was the third one. And I think from what I remember, and I and I did do a whole podcast on these. Now, this was, you know, six months ago, so I I can't remember back that far. You can listen to it in the archives. <laughs> but I think the, the pineapple one, I think, was the best out of the Damn, three. I didn't see that one around here. Yeah, if you can find it, definitely give it a shot. But those were, were pretty good. I mean, it's the, the carbonated, you know, MD-2020. So you're going to get that that little fizz with it there, but they, they were good. I remember having a harder time with the blue raspberry one. I think, again, maybe that flavor is just too much. It, it is. It, I don't, yeah, the blue raspberry is always an interesting flavor to, to drink. And I don't know if that's just because it's blue raspberry. And like we said in the beginning, what exactly is right. a blue raspberry? So I think it's a lot of a fake flavor to it. Like, you know what an orange is, you know, a pineapple, but it's like, well, where can I go pick a blue raspberry off of a tree? It's like, you're taking a raspberry and then adding some artificial (laughs) flavoring to it, no matter what. So, I mean, they might be something that, and and what I want to try out is maybe doing like a slushy with it. Because I thought the blue raspberry was more like an icy kind of like vibe to it. So if you really put it in a blender, mixed it up, maybe it would be a lot better that way. Ooh. I could definitely see mixing these with like something a little fizzy. 
to like maybe stretch it or water it down. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you play around with it and see what you get. Now, now, did you try the the Steel Reserve uh, Tiki uh, series I yet? I have not. Um, my partner was almost, he was almost going to buy them, uh, but <laughs> he uh, also has had really bad acid reflux, like since the quarantine times. And it probably has to do with like all the hot sauce he yeah. eats and all the sweet <laughs> drinks. So, steel, like Tiki Steel Reserve is probably really low on his doctor's list of like things that he should consume. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anybody... <laughs> it, it will definitely happen, but <laughs> yeah, you might want to just. Yeah, try to space them out. Don't tr- don't have both <laughs> at the same time. Uh, space them out uh, a little bit. But yeah, those are uh, that. I was getting confused because that was the it was the Steel Reserve. The Island Punch was the flavor I was thinking mm. of. You know, they're very similar. The the MD twenty twenty cans and the Steel Reserve the Tiki cans very similar. They're both trying yeah. to corner the same market with those. So I got confused, but the Island Punch Tiki was was not bad at all. That was another one that was very similar to like this Fruit Punch beatbox, just with the carbonation with it. But the Strawberry Daiquiri Steel Reserve, uh, that one I would stay away from. It was it was not very good unless that was one that I said you really would need to mix it up in a blender over ice throw in some alcohol with it as a mixer it could be good but on its own out of a can it was just too overpowering with the the strawberry daiquiri flavor well so this is interesting i texted the my friend who is the sales rep that um in one of the uh in the area that sells these and he said the cranberry is the number one around here anyway of the box i didn't even see the cranberry Okay. That, I, there was there was one that when I got these, there was one hiding in the very back <laughs> of the shelf. The, it was like it was, it was everywhere, and it was like blue raspberry fruit punch. I maybe it was a tropical punch that might have been it's there, like, but it's like yellow, and I think it's tropical. Yeah. Yeah, and then there, there was something, and I looked like in the very back, there was one cranberry left, and I was like, oh, should I get it? I'm like, let me just stick with these two for this time. Maybe we'll do a around two again and we'll try a, a try a few more i'm gonna have to try the cranberry out of curiosity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they yeah. say it's the best one or the, or the best selling you think it's yeah. got to be good right yeah yeah <laughs> i guess i could see because cranberry is like a little more tart you know it's not as sweet of a flavor so maybe it kind of balances out yeah but i think with a lot of these things when when there's no carbonation in them and you're drinking them is just kind of straight up with the 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 wine and the alcohol. It's it's gonna be an interesting flavor. I think with some of these drinks like the MD2020 cans and the tiki steel reserve that have that carbonation, it does help disguise some of the flavors with it with the with the bubbles. So yeah, you really get sure. these head on when it's like, okay, blue raspberry, and you're like, oh my god, that's that's strong. Not bad. Yeah, I mean, overall, I would say they surpassed maybe what I thought they would taste like. Uh, mostly the fruit punch. The blue raspberry is kind of what I expected a blue raspberry, eleven percent orange wine drink to taste like. But yeah. <laughs> hey, but this is a premium 
other than standard orange wines. So yeah, don't don't forget perfect. that. Excuse me. It's a step above. It's a step above. But but hey, they are the the beatbox beverages. You know, we're trying them out here with with Katie Camlin, and you know. What what's what's next for you? I mean, what are, what are you up to these days? Where can uh, you know tell people where they can find you? All that good stuff. Yeah, I'm usually talking about beer or other random thoughts on my Twitter page, which is um, Katie K A T I E underscore C A M M M. There's three M's, and I've always said um, I never thought I would have to be like reading my Twitter handle um, like out loud because it's annoying to, to read. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, mostly, mostly hanging out there. Um, just kind of random, ran- lots of like dogs and memes and beer and, and food. I was going to tell you, you, you post yeah, a lot of good right. food. You, you do a lot of good cooking stuff out yeah. there too. And especially Thank on you. your Instagram, when you're posting yeah. all the different things you're cooking, I see that stuff and I'm like, I gotta try, I gotta make some of this stuff. My secret is I just find good recipes. Like I don't make up recipes, but um, I don't know. We, we got really a lot. We've always kind of liked cooking, but then when we were home so much during the beginning of the pandemic, it was a good way to pass the time, you know, try new things or a long re- recipe that normally you wouldn't have time for with like work or, you know, a busy week. We're just like, why not? What else are we doing? Um, so yeah, I, I love trying new things. Um, made some, uh, like some curry, um, sweet potato ginger kale stew last night that was pretty good we grilled tonight because it was like 50 here in kansas city and that was good enough to grill for me so. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was like me this past week and i was like i really wanted to to smoke some ribs outside oh, wow. and, and i was like okay i was home i was like okay how's it gonna be and it was like 14 degrees i'm like <laughs> okay no not not quite yet if it can hit 40 i'm like i can get out there and, and get the smoker going but it was like 14 and then the next day it was like 32 and i'm like okay if you get above freezing i'm just kind of like 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 hankering waiting like okay when can i get that i haven't smoked anything in a while and i I like doing that kind of stuff in cooking so i'm like all right soon enough it's january but spring will be 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 soon We'll, we'll be ready for it I'm really surprised that we had any propane left. It's I feel like it's been empty or almost empty for like two months. And every once in a while we'll grill and like, this is the day it's going out. But <laughs> yeah. well, that, that's always the worst thing when you're out there and you're like, okay, how much is left in this tank? Okay. We should be good. You, you throw something on, you, you go inside, you know, you get a drink, you come back out five minutes later and you're like, crap, it's dead. There's definitely been many a burger or steak that we finish like on the, and the cast iron, which is fine, but it's not the same as grilling. No, no, no. Especially when you, when you have that thought in your mind, like, okay, okay, we're grilling this tonight. Yeah, it's like a, a whole experience. It's not it, just a- Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it'll taste fine inside doing it in the, on the pan or whatever. But when you, you fire up the grill, you throw it on there. Five minutes later, you come out and it's dead. Okay. And usually I try to always have a backup, you know, propane tank around but sometimes you're lazy and always forget to (laughs) to swap it out Mm -hmm. you're like crap it's done all right all right well we're cooking this inside tonight guys sorry it's just a bummer and then you feel a little weirder drinking a beer inside you're like well now i'm just cooking like i'm not grilling why am i having a beer (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's, there's no excuse to not have a beer you know that that's fair yeah <laughs> well hey katie thanks for coming on here cracking open some uh some beat boxes with me it was a great yeah. time 
Uh, maybe we'll have to do it again for a uh, another double play uh, with the because the, they have a bunch of varieties that are out there. Yeah, looking at tropical the site. cranberry next, maybe. <laughs> yeah, tropical cranberry. I mean, I know there's a few more that they they have there too on the uh, on the website, but definitely uh, we'll uh, be keeping tabs on you there. And if hey, and if you break any more news, you know, NFL wise, you know, be sure to keep everybody informed. Definitely. <laughs> I uh, I feel like now that I'm not at the liquor store, you know, I'm I don't quite have the uh, I don't know. I'm not exposed to as much, but I mean, you know, maybe somebody will come to KC Beer Co. You never know. You know, like I say, you're not going to find like the random people that walk in as much, but you never know. It could happen. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, hey, Katie, thanks again. It was great chatting with you. She is Katie Camlin. Be sure to check her out, follow her. We will put all her links up on the website at bumwinebob.com. And I am bumwinebob. And until next time, cheers. Cheers. I need a beer.